Hello and welcome to the Random Fandom Podcast. My name's Brandon. Your name's Brandon. That's Sue. This is episode 17 of the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon, and it is early September upon the time of this recording. Hopefully it's still early September by the time we get this shipped and produced. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but you know it's a week. We got jobs. Yeah. And we got jobs that we don't like working on sometimes. It's good to see you during the day and doing a recording during the day. Yeah, it's, we're usually doing this when the sun's setting and we're just yeah, getting when tired. And all we, our other we're resources running off of are energy exhausted. drinks to make sure that we don't have a boring podcast. Yeah, or a boner during our podcast. I always have a boner during our podcast. Dude, it's not bad today. Look at it right now. I know. Levi, you're stressing your denims it's, from the inside. Yeah. Yeah. I have to get loose fitting pants just for this podcast. Podcast. That makes total sense. We're going to take a minute to thank today's sponsor, making this show possible, coming from the fine folks of Diamonds for Hymens. Let me ask you a question. Do you associate your dignity with your virginity? Well, keep both intact with Diamonds for Hymens. Diamonds for Hymens, DFH if you will, is a producer of fine and exotic purity rings. You can make a promise to yourself that you can keep and let the world know with a diamond over your finger. You can create custom designs, whether it's traditional gold, uh, white gold, or even rose gold, and all these designs are used to express your own unique conservative beliefs. All our diamond rings come with a lifetime guarantee, so your hymen is going to break before your diamond does. That's right. Now that you've decided to save yourself for marriage, make sure to save yourself 10% off by going to diamondsforhymens.com. And uh, when you enter the coupon code RANDOMFANDOM, you're getting 10% off your order. Remember, this should be the only tight fit until your wedding night. Exclusion supply. Warranty does not cover damage during horseback riding, Bible thumping, tampon experimentation, and dry humping. You cannot return this product due to a broken hymen. Once again, thank you to Diamonds for Hymens, promising purity rings over virgin fingers and bodies. <laughs> I don't know what you know, that it, was. Yeah, it seems like a great organization. Yeah. A little on the conservative side for a my taste. A little weird but... to be monopolizing people's virginity, but stranger hey, things have you know happened. There's a, if there's a market Season for two. it. <laughs> if there's a market for it, fill the market. Corner that market. Fill it. Fill it. Fill it up. Bust through the the constraints. Bust, bust through the market. Yeah. So uh, I know a guy. You know what's weird though is we wrote this script. Obviously, it's very amateurish, as anyone <laughs> listening can tell. But we have fun with our fake sponsors. There's a couple different spelling of hymens. Is yes. it H Y M A N? Okay, actually, well, I was gonna say, or is it singular know, and plural? Like hymen gu- is more than one hymen. <laughs> I know a guy with the last name Hyman. Oh my god! And Poor so guy. is his I first was... name Buster? <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Nope. Um, no, but that's why I, when I was typing that out, the spelling kept changing. <laughs> it does, <laughs> and I noticed it when we when I was reading we, it back. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Hymens are awesome. Hymens are. Have you? hymens are awesome it's just it's it's nature's way of letting you know you're the first access denied (laughs) to a point well yeah i mean not anymore i mean once you okay this is getting yeah why don't we fun why don't we move on thank you to our face why don't we movie on oh okay so you want to talk about movies don't you he nods his head So some cool news coming through. Uh, very, very little to go on, but here's what we know as it relates to uh, the upcoming Batman standalone film, which I'm not sure where it's going to fall into the canon of the DC cinematic universe. 
Uh, we got Justice League coming up in 2017, and then Ben Affleck's got a standalone Batman mm-hmm. film, which we know that he is uh, directing, right. and he is co-writing yeah. along with uh, John Jones. Jeff, Jeff Jones. Jones, excuse me. John <laughs> Jones is yeah. Jeff Jones uh, a is UFC fighter. The DC's uh, chief creative officer. And so they're co-writing the movie together, and we don't know if this is a main villain or if it's to what extent he is going to be featured, but we do know... Uh, thanks to some test footage that Ben Affleck purposely released on one of his social media accounts of uh, Deathstroke. And then shortly after, it's been confirmed that Joe Manglio? Manganello. Manganello uh, of, uh, well, I, I don't know if he's from anything that dudes actually care about. Most dudes. He was he's from that new Pee Wee movie on Netflix. Never saw it. Not even kidding. I'm not surprised. He is- Although he is dating a, or married to a, a woman that a lot of dudes care about Sofia Vergara Vergara uh, from Modern that? Family the Latin chick with the oh, curves really? and the oh, she's pretty cute. luscious chest that a lot of guys the like. luscious chest the luscious chest yeah <laughs> it's not illustrious it's a very PG wave I'm just trying to say big jugs yeah I'm oh, trying yeah. to class up nice. the joint here uh, yeah, so he's also from Magic Mike and Magic Mike XL and um, so basically True Blood. He's a stud, is what you're saying? Oh yeah, dude looks good with his shirt off. Yeah, no joke. And so yeah, no. I, so I think now it it's fits a, for yeah. somebody like Slade Wilson or De- or Deathstroke. Yeah, so um, he has been officially cast as Deathstroke, Slade Wilson, making his uh, origin back in 1980. He's been around for some time. Yeah, uh, in the comics, I like Deathstroke. Deathstroke is a cool character. Um, I love his look, and if you his look, is look awesome. up, if you look at the the test footage, mm-hmm. that that outfit that he's seems wearing seems like they're getting it. Yeah, it's and seems, you see his sword in uh, in his holster over his shoulder. Of course, it's all um, armored out, yeah. you know, which is fine nowadays. It's kind of normal, but they kept a, a, an original design that just looks good. With like the the like the that, metallic blue and orange tones as well, he looks looks awesome, uh, and to me. Uh, Deathstroke is one of those villains that I don't think is popular in the Batman realm. You know, he's no Riddler, he's no Joker, but I think he is very evenly matched with um, Batman as far as his skills. So he is he's awesome. I really like his character. I think the guy that's been cast as him seems like a good fit. And my favorite out of all the Batman Arkham games, my favorite second favorite boss battle is Deathstroke from yeah. Origins. Origins was kind of the Origin, forgettable yeah, it wasn't of all a of good them. Movie, but it was well, it wasn't a good game either. Or, yeah, sorry, yeah. it wasn't. So a good the game. movie based on the game probably no, but isn't going to be very good. That is actually one of the things that I remember from that game the most. That was like the highlight of it, yep. I think, in a lot of gamers' minds. So just kind of on a personal note, Ben Affleck versus Deathstroke, Batman versus Joe Mangliano, however you say <laughs> it, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, and you know, one of the things I'm excited about is the whole fact that Jeff Johns is co-writing this movie because what Jeff Johns was for? missing from. Batman v Superman, painfully so, and it's, Suicide Squad, and very so obvious. he's been brought in, and it, the, the, by the time he was brought in, it was a little bit too late for Suicide Squad. I think maybe he had some creative input near the end, but he was brought in to make sure that the movies were doing justice to the comics. No, no pun intended. Right, I follow you. Um, and so I, and I think he's been working on the Justice League movie, and now of course this Batman movie. So. I think this is a step in the right direction for Warner Brothers. Hopefully, they'll actually represent the DC Universe the way we want them to in these next the couple of movies. The way they haven't been. Up the way they point. haven't been, yeah, exactly. So this is a little breadcrumb, and hopefully there'll be more breadcrumbs along the trail leading us to the dinner table where we will feast upon DC cinematic <laughs> movies. But uh, until further notice, that's what we know. Ben Affleck is Batman. Jeff Johns is uh, 
helping out. Joe M. Magneto. Magneto is uh, playing Magneto. Deathstroke, and it looks pretty cool. So what's what is this? What what do you what yeah. are you doing right here? So um, what Brandon is referring to is on our uh, agenda here. I just have it saying Brandon's game. Um, Sounds like and- a weird charity for like sick kids. <laughs> That'd be horrible. Yeah, we should raise money for sick kids. If we make any money off of this podcast, let's first donate money to sick kids. You know what? Let's do that. This is our pledge to our listeners that the first fifty dollars we get goes to sick kids. It will. Does that count if one of us is calling in sick? As and long that as we spend s- it on pizza that day. <laughs> as long as we're someone's kid in that. I am somebody's kid. Yeah, that's true. You are too, for the most part. Yeah. So thank you, Jesus. So after our last podcast, we had just kind of joked about a couple of porn parody names. Oh, great. Okay. Love where this is going. <laughs> and so what I thought would be fun is if I read you a bunch of names okay. and you tell me whether you think it's a real porn parody or whether it's just something I made up. <laughs> Either way, I'm going to be entertained. Yes, that's what I figured. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm game because um, my name's Brandon. And now here's the thing. So when I was thinking of a lot of these, I would think of one and then I'd go, well, maybe I should Google it to make sure that it is not a real and then that led you down a rabbit hole of looking at porn <laughs> on your phone <laughs> it, it, this took me hours to yeah <laughs> to quote research uh no yeah, but your form looks kind of big there's certain ones that um i was like oh that would be funny and then i googled it and i was like oh they already made it so um but this is about half and half i'll just say let's do it of of some are fake some are are real so i'm gonna read read it and you just tell me whether you think it's uh an actual movie or not the incredible bulk I'll say it's real. No, I just made that up. Damn it. Sex Machina. That's real. It is real. Yep. Yeah, I've watched it. I haven't. <laughs> you sounded so sure. When yeah. You said that. Well, Ex Machina was a good movie. I've watched that. Um, Batman XXX Superman. God, I hope you made that up. Because that's not So a... what's your answer? Yes or no? Did y- I make you it You made that up? I did. Yeah. Magic Mike XXXL. Well, I know there's a market for people who like plus-size performers, <laughs> so I'll say that's a real one. It is a real one. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, the original title, Magic Mike XXL, sounds like a In and of itself, point. so that's horribly creative, just yeah. adding a few extra Xs. The Huge Lebowski. You made that up. I did. Good. Bob's Boners. <laughs> uh, Bob's Boners. <laughs> I'll say it's real. Uh, it is real. Gosh darn it. It is real. Could you imagine the parody of Tina? But in a- <laughs> During that. <laughs> okay. Um, the, this is one of my favorites. Please. <laughs> Sex in the shitty. <laughs> Please, God. Tell me you made that up. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, okay. How many more do I have to do? <laughs> There's... I don't know, six. Okay. Um, okay. Game of Bones. Really? Either way, that's dumb as hell. Um, I'll say it's real. It is real. That was one of the ones that I thought about. And Game then I was of like, Bones? Like, and then I was like, I should Google this. And yeah. It makes me think of a skeleton more than anything. But well, if you I can hear call ga- it a boner. Like, but it doesn't say that. I, okay. Anyway. I, I, that makes me think I don't of a skeleton. 
These are these are porn I mean, parodies. Yeah, yeah, we are, I, you do not need to think too hard about this. I have a college degree. Um, the XX Exorcist. It's real. That is real. It shouldn't be. Lick ass instead of kick ass. You made that up. <laughs> All right. I did. <laughs> Revenge of the Pervs. Uh, go ahead and say real. Yeah, it is real. Men of Steel instead of Man of Steel. Men of Steel. That's not horribly creative either way. Uh I'd say you're more creative than that, so I'll say that's a porn title. It is not. Yeah, you you should be more creative than that. Yep. Uh, and then the final one, which I guess the question is, is whether the porn parody is better than the reception that the movie got. Nutbusters instead of Ghostbusters. Jeez. It's real. It's not. Damn it. <laughs> All right. All right, that I, is the I, game. I, I, good job. Thank I, you. I thank you for putting your talents to on display for us here uh, i have one for you actually i feel okay. inspired uh, i'm gonna either make one up right now or recall an old title uh you know the uh infamous space jam mm-hmm. the parody to that or is it face jam i would say yes it was yeah here's another one that oh, i didn't have on there please and i'm just gonna be honest and say it is a porn parody edward penis hands yeah that's a classic yep yeah and here's another one. Oh, geez please <laughs> San Fernando Jones and the Temple of Poon. Yes, with Ron Jeremy. You know I know it. that one, yes. Um, my my friend bought that. It was... Why does it... It well, must have been a while ago. Oh, it was years ago. Well probably over, like on VHS It was well over a something. decade ago. Yeah, something like that. And it was, you know, we were just San turned... San Fernando We Jones. were just turning 18 or so, and it was one of those things where he, he saw it and he was like... It's almost did, like a rite of passage. He had to He had to buy it just by the name alone. He was like... He just started cracking up and he's like, I'm buying this. So, all right. Do you still talk to that guy? Yeah. About that? Yes, that is our topic of conversation most of the time. Yeah. Like, hey, man, just checking to see if you still had San <laughs> you Fernando still have Jones. That movie? <laughs> San Fernando Jones. Good job, man. That was Thanks. fun. That was a good way of. Adding so, that was a different our... kind of movie yes. <laughs> discussion. Oh, you know what? Uh, I didn't put any video game ones in there. I should do that next time. Next time, yeah. Because what one of the things that made us discuss it last time was the Left for Head movie oh, that you were talking right, yeah. about yeah anyway so yeah we'll maybe do that next time so yeah we'll do that and if you i know i say so yeah all the time if you don't want us to do that please email us yeah where randomfandomcast.com or say, right randomfandomcast at gmail.com or dot com <laughs> that's a parody of our email all right let's move on let's talk about tv So we mentioned this on our Twitter account. Thanks for following us for like the three real people who do follow us. We actually have a decent amount of Twitter followers. Well, cool. Well, let's keep feeding them oh. off of the, our Twitter feed. Uh, Stranger Things Season 2 has been officially confirmed. Netflix, I mean, there's been some speculation, hope, and false reports about it, but Netflix went ahead and officially announced it, actually uh, first with a YouTube video, little teaser. All it says Pretty is basic. Stranger Things Season 2 coming 2017 uh the duffer brothers who are good looking dudes by the way gave them an image search really yeah they looked like they just kids that grew up in like the late 70s early 80s and but you'd hit that oh so you know how like if someone puts their hand on your member it's a hand job right if i mean depending on what the action henceforth what if you put your penis in someone's hand and pleasure their hand are you giving them a penis job (laughs) um i guess it depends which comes first (laughs) <laughs> no pun intended. 
Well, I'm pretty sure there's only one thing that's going to come first. Uh, the hands are sensitive spots, you know. You might yeah. be able to. Anyways. They have a handgasm? Stranger Things Season 2 officially announced. All we know is it's coming in 2017. And there's been little hints. Um, so one of the Duffer brothers has been quoted as saying, Season 2, characters have changed and the audience has to sort of fill in the gaps of what went on in that year. And what he's referring to, apparently, is Season 2 takes place a year after the events of Season 1. It's still taking place in Hawkins, Indiana, the fictional town. We know that. Um, there are new characters as well, and there's not been a confirmation of who is returning. We don't know who's returning or in I what hope, capacity. I hope the original kids return. They're great. It's just going to be hard to do because kids grow up so fast, you know, but that probably explains why it's a year later because I believe they'll look a year later. Oh, apparently right. well, um, Dustin, the frog kid, uh-huh. apparently his teeth are starting to grow in, in real life. I was just talking to a friend at a, a picnic the other day for Labor Day, and she said she read that for again for what it's worth. Oh, reading stories I like on how the that, she read it somewhere. That means that some website had to report on that, had to report on his teeth growing in, <laughs> which is great. Or maybe there's just been a recent image, uh, like, maybe flowing around or something like that. Well, as far as the Stranger Things goes, I'm I'm super happy to hear that they're continuing it, and I I'm not surprised at all though because. It was such a successful TV show. Everybody was talking about it. And still, to this day, everybody's talking about it. To the point where people are like, if you haven't seen Stranger Things, go you're, watch it. You're like, a minority what is wrong now, with you? yeah. yeah. It's like, where have you been? Um, apparently, there's going to be more uh, to be seen from the Upside Down, the Dark Realm, the Dungeons & Dragons yeah. lair. And so here's some questions that fans are hoping to have answered. Why did Hopper get into the mystery car? At the end of season one, mm-hmm. we know that there is a big cliffhanger. What happened to Eleven? Right. And what was Will coughing up in the bathroom? Yep. So, And is he a new gateway? Is he? So, Season two, let's go. I know, I'm, I'm ready. Here's an interesting... Can I, can I throw out a theory that I heard? Sure, please do. Um, when I was talking to a friend about it. Oh, and I should definitely say first, spoilers ahead. Because I'm about to go into uh, some of the details... Of the ending for this for this theory, she was saying that like she thought that Eleven was the demigorgon. Oh, yeah. So that would be devastating. And she, we, we kind of how would she have we killed ta- herself? Well, that's the thing. She didn't kill. So she made it just disintegrate and disappear, and then it took her with her. Hmm. So I... she disappeared at the same time. So does that mean that? the Demogorgon was an extension of her. Like maybe she created it with her own mind. And when she got rid of that, it took her as well. Or the other thought was that maybe one is her at a later time. So, so there's a a little bit of a time jump. And so she becomes the Demogorgon or maybe something that spawned the, the species of Demogorgons or something like that. And um, so mother of dragons, mother of gorgons, mother of gorgons. So I don't know. I, when she said that, I just kind of blew my mind for a second because I had not even considered it. So um, I'd be curious to see what kind of comes of that whole thing. So we don't know a whole lot other than just kind of what we covered. And let's see how it manifests itself. Oh, uh, one more confirming, con- one more confirmation that I almost forgot, uh, apparently coming from Netflix is that season two is nine episodes, and they already have all the titles for the episodes. And the last one was eight? Eight. Okay, right. well, So that's we get good. one extra hour. I'm happy. Yeah. Um, 
and for instance i think one of the episodes is called the boy who died lives again or something to that effect which to me is a clear alliteration to will so that tells me he'll be back obviously he's going to be a, a centerpiece oh wow so they already released the names the, of all nine episodes unless this is just wool over the eyes and someone's just huh. you know here's the thing you got to be careful with what you read even what is reported by credible news sources do you remember in san francisco when that air china flight crashed and then someone yeah. holy fook we yeah. too low bang ding out which is a horrible thing because right. like it made fun of like but they actually ran with it and they're like no let's go with this and they got slaughtered right yeah i think there was fines levied against them and everything like that so what's your parallel sorry just be careful what you read and don't oh, okay. unless someone's pull, <laughs> like i say like they already have the names of the episodes up for season two so it could, could ju- just be somebody just could have created it online is what you're saying and and then someone said yeah this is credible and went with it so you know yeah that stuff happens all the time journalism is you know uh, a very fallible thing but online entertainment coverage i don't know about the strictest standards and ethics and policies so Make sure you listen to Random Fandom for all the newest updates on journalistic integrity. <laughs> we're just not, we're just we're being, not going to cover. We're that. just being fans. We're not trying to report anything as news. We're just kind of. We just want you to know the things that we found out that we think are cool, and we really, in this case, hope are true. So you had brought something uh, to this agenda about a Game of Thrones live concert experience. Yeah, so I actually heard about this on a local radio station. They were giving away tickets. Now this doesn't happen till next March. We have um, a pretty big venue here about two hours uh, away in San Jose called the SAP Center. It's where our San Jose Sharks play, and it's a great concert venue, indoor arena. And it's going to be playing host to Game of Thrones live concert experience. At first, I thought, well, how is that going to work? And then I just uh, found some details. I'll read them for you here. This really sounds actually quite badass. So this is uh, on the SAP Center website. Check this out. Enter the world of Westeros with the Game of Thrones live concert experience. It's an immersive music and visual, which is really the key for me, experience that will bring the Seven Kingdoms to life on a scale never seen before. State-of-the-art technology, Game of Thrones, using state-of-the-art technology, Game of Thrones composer Ramin Jawadi, I'm probably mispronouncing that, along with a full orchestra and choir, will take fans on a musical journey through the realm going everywhere from King's Landing to Winterfell, along the northern stretches, to King's Road, to the Wall, across the Narrow Sea, to Bravos, my personal favorite, Providence in uh, Game of Thrones land, Marine, and beyond. Fans of the groundbreaking, critically acclaimed, and Emmy Award-winning show are sure to love Game of Thrones live concert experience. So blah, 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 blah. But you get the picture that it's going to be something really stimulating to audio and visual. Yeah, I'm, I'm really curious to see what kind of visuals they're going to have. Maybe they'll be showing like stock footage from seasons and playing the music over those moments. I would, yeah, which would be good, but I would really love it if they had some sort of actual stage performers. Yeah. Even just, you know, somebody comes out looking like Daenerys and she's just making hand motions in a certain way and then maybe a shadow of a dragon flies in the back or something. You know, this something that is not a play by any means, but something to just really add to a more live experience, a live visual experience to add to the musical one. I think it could be... I mean, that's the thing. I, I've never heard of this. So know. it's it's going to be a mystery and it's not till next March, but, you know, I'm going to keep trying to win tickets. <laughs> I love <laughs> Cause winning tickets. Because them for is it. way yeah. harder. Yeah, well, on the wallet. But anyways, I think it could be really cool. I could just imagine like maybe they'll show a, a 
one of like the Battle of the Bastards epic fight scene. That would be and just take away all yeah. the sound from the actual show and just put, like score it with a really cool um, live mm-hmm. choir, a live orchestra. What's your favorite orchestral instrument? I I don't know. I gotta I don't tell really you, really have one. I'm a big wind guy. Okay. Yeah, you I like, like to anything. blow. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I just I'm a big fan of the wind section. So it got me thinking because a flout. Because I love the music from Game of Thrones, and no more uh, better exemplified than the opening credits scene, of course. Oh, yeah. So in thinking about the Game of Thrones theme music, it got me so pumped up, and Brandon and I put our heads together and said, why don't we take this in a direction for our topic of the week and talk about the most, I don't know what you want to call iconic. Yeah, let's call them iconic. Impactful TV themes. Let's make it the topic of the week, and... Because we had such a hard time only thinking of 10, we're going to give you our top 15 TV themes of all time, and it's our topic of the week. So we want to talk about our top 15. No particular order. We decided it was a little it too It was hard enough just rough. to make 15, yeah, let alone to put them to, in order. Yeah, exactly. Especially because there's certain ones that are going to mean more to me than they'll mean to you. And so we created a top 15. Uh, the first we want to mention is the Game of Thrones. Yeah. Because we just it's talked about segue. it. Let's just say that that's um, one of them. Here's one that was uh, the first one that both of us thought of. Right off the top of the head. X-Men, the X-Men theme song. Da, 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 da. Again, I hear that as people's ringtones all the time. Yeah, and I, I think I had it as a ringtone for a while. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. And uh, I probably will at some point in the future. Also, another theme song from a similar time that I had as a ringtone for several years was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, theme. Dude, if you take anyone plus or minus a generation within us from us, Teenage, everybody knows that. Right. Heroes in a half shell, turtle power. Same, uh, and you knew this. I got to verify this with you. The same guy who created uh, the Big Bang Theory wrote that theme song back in the day. Yeah. He actually gave a really in-depth uh, breakdown of it on uh, Chris Hardwick's podcast from uh, like a month or two ago. Um, yeah. And he said that like the lyrics were just something he threw together just to give him a rough draft. And they're like, yeah, just go with it. Like Michelangelo's a party dude. You know, Raphael something, something, mm-hmm. and a little bit rude. So the um, there's a, a documentary out there, and I can't remember if it's Hulu or Netflix, but there's a documentary that explains the origin of the Turtles and how they created it and the growth and, and up into the TV show and then the success of that and the toys, and they talk about that. Um, it was a big part just, of it. Yeah, I just want to throw that plug out there because it's actually a really fun watch if you're remember as much called? of a... I don't. Well, I'm sure if you just type in Turtles documentary, yeah, or you'll find like that. it. Yeah, um, but it's a great, it's a great documentary if you really love the Turtles. So, okay. Uh, next, well, I'll let you take this one because you put this into the mix. The and Wonder I, Years. I, the Wonder Years. Yeah. Yeah. See, to me, and I hate it's all good. You know, many paths lead to the same road. Many roads lead to the same path. Whatever. Whatever. It's stupid expressions that don't always fit. But uh, to me, when I think of the Wonder Years theme, I just think it's a really good Joe Cocker song with a little help from my yeah, friends. Yeah, we did talk about that. But at the same time, I can't deny when I saw the Wonder Years logo, I'm like, oh yeah, they fit so well together. Right. And I think of, uh, what's her name? Whitney. God, she was hot. Yeah, Danica she McKellar still is. Or, oh, very... And she's smart as hell. Yeah, what which means like? between those two attributes, she's out of our league. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Way. 
Can um, you name who voiced his uh, inner monologue? No. Daniel Stern of uh, Home Alone and City Slickers fame. He was one half of the Wet Bandits. He wasn't Joe Pesci, but he oh. was uh, Marv, yeah, yeah, yeah. the tall okay. one. Home Alone. That's right, my wheelhouse. Booyah. Speaking of right in your wheelhouse. Simpsons. This one is, yeah. I this, mean, da, 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 da. I mean, come on. Who oh, doesn't this is, know that? once you mentioned it, we were both like, yep, that's on there. And do you know who created the theme music for it? No. Danny Elfman. What else did he do? That's a very familiar. Well, he was one of the founding members of the great 80s supergroup Oingo Boingo. Um, he also <laughs> did the music for, I think, Batman. He worked with Tim Burton a oh. lot. He scored a lot of Tim Burton stuff. Okay. And he's still making music to this day. Uh, but yeah, I the name sounds very familiar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next is something we a favorite completely for agree me, on for sure. And yeah, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, absolutely. Uh, In West Philadelphia, it's it's one of his most successful songs, and he specifically wrote it for the TV show. Kind of awesome. weird. Yeah. Also, one that we were kind of um, was kind of on the fence when we were on a top ten. But when we decided to make a top fifteen, we definitely threw this one in. The Rugrats theme. Yeah. When I grew up, I didn't know how to play piano, but I knew how to play the Rugrats theme on piano. Yeah, it's actually dun, a fun dun, one dun, to dun, know. Dun, 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 dun. And uh, yeah, the little clicks and sounds that go with it as it starts unfolding. Yeah, that's a great that's great theme music to me. Yeah. Just so to me, when we were making this list, I thought, what's something that makes you think of the show? Like right away, mm-hmm. like I can picture the opening theme, like when the his legs are up in the diaper and comes the diaper just drops. Kind of rules, yeah. Uh, Cheers, where everybody knows your name. Right. Yeah. Now, younger people might not get that one as much, but if you go back and watch Cheers, or if you ask your parents or something like that, it's synonymous, where everybody knows your name. Yeah. And then, yeah, just that opening piano. Uh, and it's actually like an emotional song, too, if you it like It is, actually. It's like a really soft and almost sad-sounding song. Yeah. But sometimes you want to go. Where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. Aw. That's so nice. And I don't know the rest, but you you know that lyric. Like you can just culturally say that almost yep. anywhere and someone will recognize that. Speaking of older show theme songs that our age might not recognize as well is the Brady Bunch. Yeah, but you know it. Not necessarily exactly. because you experienced you it may on not a have weekly even wa- basis. Like I probably I don't know if I Nick ever really watched the Brady Bunch, but I know the theme song. And you know very, it well. Yeah. Very well. Um, so yeah, that, and then here's one that is incredibly popular among all different, um, generations. And this is the Friends theme song. Oh, absolutely. Do you remember who made the Friends theme song? No. I think they were called the Rembrandts. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they were. Uh, yeah. And they actually did a slight, cause it was actually a track of a pre-existing track of theirs, but they slightly modified it for the show. But yeah, your job's a joke, you're broke. You know, I love that stuff. Yeah, oh, and it, it set the tone perfectly for every single episode. Yeah, and it kind of who doesn't do the up. hand clap? Right. Yeah, when we, we were actually, when we were going through these and we would go and we'd listen to each one for a second, um, when that, that clap came, we both raised our hands and clapped. Yeah, know. it's just an automatic response. Yeah, exactly. uh, speaking of friends, have you ever came on down to South Park and met some friends of mine? Because we thought South Park... Yeah, we weave that deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. You too, man. Uh, Me more, though. Yeah, South Park (laughs) is a great... I I mean, that's just an iconic theme song. And, uh, of course, it's done by Primus, which makes it even better. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I like the fact that every season, they kind of change it just a little bit, but it's still the original song, but 
they just keep adding to these little sounds right. and they tweak it but it still maintains yeah. as a as and they a, do the same with the visuals yeah where they're like add when they show a new character in a season they'll like all of a sudden put him in the i, I do actually I do like, like that. that now here's one here's this one's gonna go quite a ways back you and i have probably never watched a single one of these episodes but the theme song is incredibly iconic and this is the original spider-man from the 1960s. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, does whatever a spider can. And so the um, the 90s song did this kind of 90s yeah, version like of it. Yeah, synth and like weird robo voices. But really, it's this original classic. Yeah, that, that one. You got to give it up for that out. one. I yeah. completely agree. Uh, a couple more just to round out our top 15. What about Doug? You got to love Doug. Yep. Okay, here's another one. Married with Children. Oh, yeah. Oh, who is that singing? I feel like that's like, it sounds like an old Sinatra type, like ballroom singer or like lounge singer. You know, I don't know. It's just, it, I I just, I hear that song and I immediately think. Oh, the think, opening notes? I immediately think Married with Children. I, there's nothing else that comes to my mind at all. I, so I have no idea who sings it. <laughs> I don't either. It's probably someone like just right under our nose and we don't even know it. So the last one uh, Full House. Full House. I mean, how can you not? And we had to choose between the TGIF shows, some of which we'll mention too. Yeah. But uh, that one just jumps off the most for me. So speaking of which, mm-hmm. now that's so that's our top fifteen. Let's let's mention some of the honorable mentions that we were having a hard time with. Um, and you're talking about other shows similar to Full House, like Step by Step, mm-hmm. Family Matters. Yeah. Had a great theme song. Oh uh, yeah. Um, and then here's some other ones that um, kind of take a different approach. Ren and Stimpy, remember that? How about X Files? Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah, love that theme music. You know exactly what shows on when you hear that. Yep. Um, kind of selfishly, I don't know how many people would agree with us, but we love the Aqua Teen Hunger Force theme. I yeah. I used to rap along with it. I well, love that theme song. It was um, good. But yeah, so we both agreed. It was probably not worthy of a top 15, but no, God, we wanted to mention close, it. Uh, as far as actual, like the criterion we yeah. were using. And another one is Bob's Burgers that we both really like. Dude, that little ukulele at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. It, I love it's that. It's just song. nice, straightforward 30 second sheet music, but it kind of rules. And then here's one, our, our final honorable mention, and this is obviously on here more so for me, is the Doctor Who theme song. Which, which is, is really good. It is, right? I played it for you. You're like, oh, that actually sums up that show perfectly. Um, but yeah, it's. That that's a great theme song that has gone through different slight iterations over the years, um, and they kind of keep modernizing it a little bit, mm-hmm. which I th- I think is great. But the the hint of the song is the same. So you know what's funny is I think if we were to do this in a year, would we feel the same way? I don't know. I don't know either. But some things do stand the test of time. So that was our topic of the week, breaking down what we felt was the best fifteen TV themes. You agree or disagree? We don't care because we're moving on to games. So, uh, there's been a lot of rumors. So me. There's been a lot of rumors lately about the PlayStation Neo. Uh, there was some releases, which apparently uh, is not were... one spelled backwards. Yes, actually, that, okay. Thank you for bringing that. Let's up. address it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Where last time I had mentioned that Neo is one backwards. What I meant is that it's an anagram, and you can. It, yeah. The same letters. If you don't know what anagram I, is, look it up. But I kept on saying it's backwards, and so... 
Um, you were backwards in your my thinking. bad. Um, all of those people who blew up my email telling <laughs> me I was way off. Yeah, they're like, you can go to Canada for only four ninety nine <laughs> round trip. I'm like, what's that to do with my podcast? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the emails I'm getting. Yeah, on our it's all random good. fandom cast at gmail.com thanks for reaching out um so anyway there's been a there's been a lot happening before this sony meeting on september 7th right where we were pretty much sure okay this is where they're going to announce the slim and the playstation neo sure enough it absolutely was but it's not called the neo it's now the playstation pro which actually i kind of like that i don't yeah that's fine that's fine totally fine so, like I said, they announced the Slim and the um, PS4 Pro. Pro. So, the Slim is already shipping to retailers and is actually going to be coming out on September 15th, which is incredibly soon. It's the September 9th right now. So, by the time this podcast comes out, I mean, you could probably, probably go yeah. out and get a Slim, which is basically the same as the PS4, but smaller. And that'll be for $299 in the what US. What kind of a hard drive does that come with? Is that a fi- probably 500 I think it is because the PlayStation 4 Pro is announcing a one terabyte hard drive. And that one's coming out at a manufacturer suggested retail price of 400 bucks. Yep. Yep. So the Pro uh, will launch on November 10th, which is also incredibly soon. I mean, yeah, it's pretty much on our doorstep. They really didn't give much leeway time for people to go, you know, to to build up any hype before release, which is Or save up even money for some people. Yeah, Xbox did. Xbox did the E3 the, announcement. Yeah, they kind of gave you a good heads up. Yeah, so I... But you got to get it in before Black Friday and the shopping season, so... So PS4 was probably kind of struggling, but they had to push it Their out. Their hand was this, forced a little bit, yeah. This season. Um, so here's here's some of the specs for the PS4 Pro. It'll have 4K resolution and high dynamic range. What is high dynamic range? It's um, better... just better graphics? No, no. It's about light and shadow. Oh, okay. So, so like contrasts. Yes, sort of. But contrast will make, make the lights lighter and the darks darker. Uh-huh. Um, high dynamic range will make it so that you can still see clearly within dark areas or within really bright sometimes over okay over bright i can see the value on that yeah so yeah for certain games especially games that take place in darker situations it's actually really really helpful like a resident evil 7 i imagine would yeah, benefit yeah. from exactly, that kind of tech exactly. um and and to see the difference on on what an hdr will look like versus a non-hdr you can see that kind of stuff online and it gives you a pretty good it paints a good picture perspective anyways uh, they also announced smoother frame rates good um so the pro uh it looks like a regular PS4, but a little bit larger. And the CPU and the RAM are identical. But the GPU is now twice as powerful. So so the original PS4 was 1.84 teraflops. Now, the new PS4 Pro is 4.20 teraflops. Now, the thing to point out here, though, is that the Xbox Scorpio is going to have six teraflops. So not only did Xbox ahead of time announce their higher powered system but even afterwards yeah since sony is like well we're gonna have a high powered system too and then it's still not yeah wouldn't you want to outdo the competition you right well there and there's no way that sony created this in between now and e3 so they were already designing and creating this playstation pro and then when 
Xbox came out with te- six teraflops, they were probably like, ah, crap. We don't have the capability to up it right now because so, we're so close to announcing it and releasing it. Yeah, and if we're being, you know, upfront, I'm not exactly sure. Like, I could not teach a class on teraflops. I get it's related to performance and drive, but to the average gamer, is there going to be a big difference between well, four teraflops and six teraflops? As, as long as the game plays, it's it's as much. I'm cool. I mean, the basics of it is it's amount of computing power per second. Um, and so it'll allow more to happen on screen with higher graphics at one time. Well, that'll but, be good for multiplayer stuff, I imagine. It, and it probably will, yeah. Okay. But you're, but you're, but you're probably right. I mean, to us, the Xbox One and the PS4 look amazing. Yeah, they're still, they're still top awesome. tier. Yeah. yeah. So will we notice much of a difference? I'm not sure. Um, I'm sure the tech, the people who are a little more technically minded, will probably notice, but. Either way, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm not going to run out and grab a new one of these, but um, it's nice to know it's out there when I need a new one. Yeah. You know what's real quick? You know what's funny is the Xbox uh, S came out early in the month of August, as was right. planned. You know what was the best selling console of all of August? What? Just Xbox One because they dropped down in price. Oh, yeah. And so many refurbs were out there being sold. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm not surprising, though. No, not surprising. Because if Actually, I had to replace my Xbox, I'd probably go with a cheaper system over a slim. Exactly. Yeah. But if you're going new, then maybe. So a couple more announcements that they made. Uh, they announced plans to bring um, high dynamic range support to all PS4 consoles, which is very interesting. So due to some probably downloadable patch, the original PS4s will also be able to handle that. Um and then they also announced a slightly redesigned controller um, and a few other things that we don't really need to mention. But ultimately, kind of underwhelming. We all I would expected say. this. And I think what we really were hoping for was that the PS4 was going to announce something better than what Xbox announced because they had the time to at least market it yeah. in a different way. But when it comes down to actual just standard specs they're lower so that kind of sucks i I can just hear in my mind diehard uh console elitist you know making a case as to why this is going to blow xbox out of the water and microsoft missed the ball dropped the ball and then vice vice versa versa, and vice versa yeah but i'm just like whatever it's games let's play i don't care well you know it's interesting I'm i'm not a console snob xbox was winning the last race with the xbox 360 well, see, as a PlayStation guy, I actually don't believe that. No, see, I'm joking. That's what... Oh, I was like, really? Because it's... No, I'm not. Point to number. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're doing. Um, so, and then and then all of a sudden with this new PS4 and Xbox One, PS4 is nearly double the amount of units out there as Xbox One. And Xbox is doing some really good steps to catch up. PS4 is still ahead. But this whole situation with these higher quality consoles... It's looking like Xbox is going to continue to creep back up to what PlayStation is. So we might be seeing a race that becomes, you know, in a couple of years from now, 50-50, which would be very interesting. Place your bets. So that's kind of uh, the big news as of this week. Um, that that announcement just happened a couple of days ago as of the day we're recording this podcast. One thing I want to mention before we end off our, our games section here is... Uh, I, I've been hearing a lot about the new Mafia 3 soundtrack. Have Apparently you, it's attached to the game. 
which is coming Apparently. out uh, October 7th. We all know w- what the soundtrack did for Grand Theft Auto. Oh, it was revolutionary. It was awesome. And people were people were loving the music that they were hearing, and it was bringing back old classics, and they were going out and buying those albums again. Mm-hmm. Um, Mafia 3 is trying to do the same thing. With quite the, the expanse to library. So, we have uh, bands like The Animals, James Brown, Beach Boys. So, if you're drawing parallels, uh, Mafia 3 takes place in the 60s. So, they're really trying to capture the essence of the 60s musically through a lot of these. uh, Otis Redding, for instance, and By the Dock of the Bay. Uh, Johnny Cash. A lot of uh, Rolling Stones. Yeah. A lot of Creedence Clearwater. Yeah, Two, so three, songs four, you probably haven't songs. heard in a long time, or you know, if you're a younger player, that you might be hearing for the first time. And so I think that's awesome that they're bringing some flavor musically because that's what scoring's all about. You tell people what your story's about through mm-hmm. the music. Yeah, you know? and I and I I'm really looking forward to not only this game and and the, what I've seen of the game so far with the trailers um, and the promises of what we're gonna get, and it's gonna seem like a very I mean, have you ever played the other Mafia games? Oh, they're great. They're awesome. I'm really, really looking forward to an updated version of what they can do with the new specs and new system and new graphics and with a stronger focus on storytelling. It looks awesome. And then when you mix in the fact that every time you get into a car, you're going to be hearing these kinds of songs. Yeah. And it's just that throwback to some of the best classics we've ever had. I'm really looking forward to that. This game does come out October 7th, just a few weeks away. I think it's going to be a smash hit. And then I'm super excited as a Gears of War fan. Just one week after that, Gears of War 4 is out. October is going to be a sweet month. Yeah. Oh, well, October is where it kind of starts, where we start to get some of these big releases. Um, It is time to get into this week's Shadow of the Synopsis. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for agreeing. so, (laughs) So the Shadow of the Synopsis today... You're going to read to me. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this. I think you've got this I'm one, excited. but I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. Let's, let's hear it. I think this is something you've experienced one way or another. So uh, I've got a... You should read me the synopsis of one of those porn parodies. <laughs> yeah, please. And you, that'd be weird if you could identify it. <laughs> so I'm going to just be real vague. I don't want to give sure. anything away unjustifiably. A frustrated office worker learns that he's the son of a professional assassin. And he, too, finds out that he shares his father's superhuman killing abilities. Now it's up to him, learning what he's learned, trained by a secret society, to find the identity of his father's killer and discover some secrets along the way. You got an idea? Done. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know what this is. Great. The only problem is I can't remember the name. <laughs> okay. Um, it's with um, Morgan Freeman's in it. So it's a movie. It's a movie. Well, well, no, it doesn't mean anything because Morgan Freeman's in that's true. everything. No. Yeah, that's true. Um, he does Visa commercials along. And um, Angelina Jolie. And God damn it. I'm, I know this movie, obviously. It is a movie. And I can't think of You're the right. name. You're right. But what's it called? It's like. It's like a one-word title. It is. It's past tense of that same word. Come on. Brandon. Brandon. I mean you, not me. Brandon. Jewel. Brandon. You know, it's, it's bugging the shit out of me because I know exactly what movie you're talking about, but I can't remember the name of it. How about 
I'll give you a hint because I know that you know it. Obviously, it's a movie. You've already thought of the I, cast. I, yeah. Um, how about this? Blank, dead or alive. Wanted. Wanted. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, with the ability to bend bullets and all <sighs> yeah. that cool oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. When the they're assassin. like on the train and they shoot. And it's a great action movie. It is kind of it, an overlooked it movie. Completely. A little bit of a generic. Screws up ho- all of physics and yeah. um, saying that you can bend bullets by just shooting while moving your arm. Yeah, that's how I've always done it. It gets me kicked out of the fire range a lot. Anyways, and do you know who made a very early in his career, um, not cameo, but has a very early in his career credit in this movie? He was cast as Barry. You remember Barry? I think he was in for like two scenes. No, I don't. Chris Pratt, everybody's favorite. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was in this movie. I think he was one of the office workers or something. I can't exactly remember, but he was in it. Cool. So anyways, good job. I, I, yeah, sort I, of. We'll give it to you. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, you knew it was up. And I tried to go like really generic. I didn't want to use names or anything like that. But it's kind of a muddled plot a little bit. But well, the action was... Honestly, after the I think the first or second line, I think I was like, I think I know what this is. And then the others just cemented it for me. Right on. Movie is eight years old already. Where does time go? I mean, you just start making a podcast with your friend and all of a sudden it's eight years later, <laughs> even though we've only been doing this for a few months. But I can imagine eight years from now, we're still going to be going strong, right? Uh, well, I will. Okay. It's like... You're like, you'll be dead. I'm going to be the Justin Timberlake of this whole thing. Hey, you can be Justin. That's fine. You kind of look like him. Um, Thanks. Well, you wear tight enough clothes. Yeah. But I'll be JC Chazé. He was uh, the co-captain. Granted, you know, he went on, I think, and he had one hit as a single. No, actually, Joey Fatone went on to... Why do I know these assholes' names? (laughs) I don't know. Now, are you ready for this quote in geek history? That's awesome. Yes. We call it our awesome quote in geek history is what I'm trying to tell you in case you forgot. Here is this week's awesome quote in geek history. It's not specifically geek culture. And when I say geek culture, I mean air quotes around it. Yeah, he's doing air quotes. You guys can't see that. Here. But... There. There's your, that's the sound of air quotes <laughs> scratching up against your mic or my mic to your headphones or ears. But this is just such a perfect way to end and to say goodbye. This is from... One of my favorite movies. Let's face it, guys, but more so geeks, relate to each other through quotes, whether it's from oh, Family yeah. Guy Quoting or South Park. All the time. Yeah. Anchorman. Zoolander, whatever. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's some quotable stuff out there, but maybe none more so as far as just a quote factory than Dumb and Dumber. I'm talking about the original, not that bullshit sequel from a, a year or two ago. Here is my favorite. Whoa. That wasn't that bad. It was that bad. No, it wasn't. Next week on Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. Dumb and Dumber 2, the debate rages on. But until then, just fight. Ju- how about this? How about we just leave it at that you are not right? <laughs> I'm not saying uh, that, I'm, that I am, I mean, I can't argue but with I that know logic. that you're not. I can't argue with that. Okay. Yeah. Here's my favorite quote from Dumb and Dumber. Hey, guys. Oh, big gulps, huh? All right. Well, see you later. <laughs> Lloyd Christmas, the iconic... <laughs> It's just so stupid. It has no advancement to the plot of that movie whatsoever. It's just just completely random. And somehow that one small line became one of the most quotable things from that movie. It's the ultimate bailout when you've made things awkward <laughs> yeah. in well, a conversation. See you later. Well, see you later. And like have like a, what does he have, like a red rope in his hand or something like that? <laughs> and he just like waves it around. Uh, well, see you later. And we'll see you later, but not before we tell you where you can find us. Brandon, you want to hit the sociables? Yeah, sure. We've got a Twitter that's at randomfandomwbb. Yep. We've got an email, randomfandomcast at gmail.com. Yep. You can also 
Go to our website where you can find all of our podcasts at randomfandomcast.com. Double yep. Lastly, I've been there. It's great. It's sexy. It's a great place to cyberspace. Lastly, if you're like me and you don't really listen to podcasts off the website, just look for us on iTunes. Or SoundCloud. So if you're listening to this on our website right now, thank you. But, but get feel free to go to SoundCloud or Stitcher or iTunes. We're everywhere. We are compatible with your ears in a plethora of mediums. So thanks for checking us out. Thanks for being a fan of our fandom. And until we talk to you again, stay geeky. Yeah, oh, I and like proud. that. Stay geeky. Bye. Previously on Random Fandom. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try something here. Hey, hold on. Okay, listen to this. Don't you really love our shit? Never getting tired of it. Random Fandom podcast rules. So suck it. Yeah. Listen to it on iTunes or and SoundCloud too. Either way, our podcast rules. So suck it. Yeah. What do you uh what do you what do you think of that? I'm feeling it, dude. Yeah, you are. You are an ex man. <laughs> I mean you are now a woman. Aw. <laughs> See what you did. Alright, I, I like what you're doing. Let me get in on this. Hey guys! Whoa, Wayne, what are you doing here? What the hell? I was down by the convenience store and I heard some theme songs playing, so obviously I came over. You just came over to you wanna do you wanna sing some of these theme songs with us? Uh yeah. All right, let's see what you got. Let's try one. Awesome. Oh. Doug. All right, let's hear it. Coming in unannounced, singing a silly song. Should have locked the door, but now I'm here and on. <laughs> okay, nice. Oh. I kind of dug that. I skeeter, skeeter, skeeter. Skate, skate, skate. <laughs> All right, you want to try it? Yeah, man. All right, you you do one. Okay. All right, get ready to get taken to theme song school. All right, let's do this. Theme song. Random fandom awesome podcast. Random fandom awesome podcast. Random fandom awesome podcast. Best friends talking geek stuff. Brandon Power. They killed a squirrel yesterday <laughs> in their dream. <laughs> When around senior citizens, they're mean. <laughs> when the crazy listeners talk smack, these branding guys tweet them right back. <laughs> Teenage mutant Brandon cast shit. Oh my god. Wow. Okay. I like it. Why do you need that much machinery to make a small <laughs> cup of coffee? Because Keur- Keurigs okay. weren't invented then. Uh, I'm going to Keurig you, dude. Okay, so yeah. let's kick into the... The filtration you need to have in a coffee in a sewer is much That's, that's Yeah, you're right. So, I've enjoyed so much coffee from an above-ground perspective. <laughs> I've never considered subterranean needs. Subterranean lives matter. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You know what? Let me try another one. I, I, I've got, I got something else in mind. Here we go. Random fandom, random fandom, we do as good as we possibly can. Talking geek, that's so neat. Brandon has really smelly feet. Look out! Here comes a random fandom. That's that's all I got on that one. That's all we need. You're not wearing any shoes. Give me that shit. Pass the mic. You guys, I want to invite you to a place. Okay. Um, it's in Boston. Uh, and it's a place where you might say that. 
Everybody knows your name. Cream oh. Cream pies. What? Boston cream pies. Oh, yeah. Good oh, point. I thought this was a sex thing. Or Boston baked beans. And that is a sex thing. Oh, okay. Listening to online audio today makes you happy quite a lot. Shut up, assholes. Having two guys talk geek culture sounds better when you smoke a lot of pot. Won't you download and subscribe today? Please. Do it now and don't be lame. We'll talk about TVs, movies, and games. <laughs> and we're singing better than T-Pain. T-Pain. You want to listen, we know you do. So become a fan of us today. Listen to guys with the same name. Oh, I get it. <laughs> and Wayne has a name. I don't know the rest. That good. Pass the good. mic. Pass the mic. Wayne, get on this hot fire. Right, your turn, Wayne. Ugh. More fire! Jesus. Whew. Yeah, I'll, I'll take my side. No, <laughs> no, I think you should make this, like, torture us. Like, Just fucking hot boxes? Yeah. <laughs> Fart boxes. Okay, here we go. Don't you love our friendship? We're such really good friends. Who let you in? I... Part of the podcast crew making pop culture references also. All right. I didn't say it was going to be good. No, it was wonderful. Yeah, I delivered. You delivered something. All right. You guys should recognize this beauty. Every game we play. Every show we watch, we watch, we want to talk about it. You like to hear our voice, but you hate our face, our face, because we're not good looking. Yeah. Yeah. That is good sounding as you are looking. That's as good as it's going to get. <laughs> Sorry, Jack Nicholson. Brandon, you got one more for us? Oh, I got one more for you. I got one more for the boat to Jews. <laughs> for the both of you, I didn't mean you're Jews. You could be Jews, for all I know. I don't care. It's fine, probably. Nice. Random. The fuck. That's not a real word, Brandon. Random fandom. Random fandom. Together we're quite the tandem This guy's like my brother I'm Mel Gibson, he's Danny Glover Loaded weapon references Loaded weapon? I just uh, called it loaded Loaded weapon? Fuck, lethal weapon One, two, and three were good Four was dog shit starring Chris Rock Okay, okay, okay Okay, you're under arrest and I'm Chris Rock (laughs) That's the end of my portion of this. It's going, so Wayne, please take over. All right, Wayne, you got one more. Blow us away. Hey. 
a second light there. <laughs> okay, here we go. For the tum tum. Hey, listen. Theme songs, hot dogs, pants, jelly, egg farts. Actually, that's about as random as Ren and Stimpy ever was, so it makes good sense. I like it. Me too. Let's just rug rat it up. Rug rats. Yeah, Thug things. rats. When someone's got something to say, pass it. This is the Random Phantom Podcast, so we're glad you're listening Please subscribe right now. Like we now. are on iTunes and Stitcher, and you can see our stuff on our website. I made it with my own face. Oh, thanks. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're in the hallway singing. Nobody can hear you on the mic. So this is your chance to subscribe. Make sure to do that right now. And Brandon will be farting in the hallway. But first. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> subscribe. Nice.